Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Thank You for Laughing podcast, or welcome back. I'm your host, Stephanie Shar. This is where we make light of life one episode at a time. This is episode number six in the budgeting series, and today we are talking about exactly what I made and spent in January 2024. You guys, I am totally off my game today. I have, I keep trying to redo this intro and I keep stuttering and stumbling over my words. So I'm just going to roll with it. <laughs> thank you for being here. Thank you for listening and thank you for laughing with me. Um, this is the podcast that focuses on the trials and tribulations of living single in your 30s. We talk about money, motherhood, mental health, and all the things everyone else is afraid to say. I'm your host, single mom, entrepreneur, corporate queen, and recent MBA grad, Stephanie Shar. I am so happy you're here. I post new episodes on Mondays and some Thursdays, and we are going to dive right into my budget for January. I started using a an official budget for the first time in August of 2023. I am about to turn 37 years old in two months. And yes, at 36, I finally decided to make and stick with a budget. The budgeting spreadsheet that I use is always linked in the show notes. There's some other fun links in there too. So make sure that you check that out. You can follow me on Instagram at ownyourbold and at thank you for laughing. Make sure that you follow this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Hit the bell so that you receive notifications whenever there's a new episode and make sure that you rate it five stars. That really, really helps me as well. Okay, so let's dive into the episode. In these episodes, I am extremely, extremely transparent about exactly every dollar that comes in and every dollar that goes out in my life. I know that this is not for everyone. I know that it may make some people uncomfortable, and I'm okay with that because personally, as a listener, as a viewer, I always love budgeting vlogs, budgeting podcast episodes, budgeting whatever it may be. I love that I love when people actually share the reality of their situation. I love when people talk about the exact numbers of how much it costs to live in the U.S. these days. I do live in Michigan, by the way, in the United States, and I just love when people actually share the vulnerable details because it really helps me more than if they were to give me like vague examples or just kind of like make up a number, make up a fake budget like that doesn't really resonate with me. And it's totally fine if someone is not comfortable sharing the details. But when someone does share the details, I just feel like it's so much more helpful and so much more relatable. And so that is what I aim to be. And maybe at some point I'll stop sharing all of this, but I probably won't because um, again, I just, I just think it's so helpful. Maybe someday like when I'm married and I have like a joint bank account with someone or something. I don't know if I'm ever going to do that, but like, you know, it might be different if I had a partner and we were making money together and I wanted to protect his privacy or her privacy or whatever, but like, that's not the case. I am a single woman. I'm a single mom. Um, it's just me and my son. My son is nine. He's autistic and ADHD. I have 
one cat and then I'm actually cat sitting for my parents right now for the next few months. So I guess I have two cats. So I just realized I should probably reflect my, I should reflect that in my budget for next month, but that's neither here nor there. We're not really going to get into February too much because I do still have to catch up on the last few days of receipts. Today is Sunday, February 4th, and I was like a week behind in updating my spreadsheets. It is 9.47 a.m. I had like a rock solid um, to-do list plan for today and tomorrow in my Notion that I made yesterday. And of course, I'm already like not even going in the order that I was going to go in. But I just really felt the need to get this done. Like I said, I was a week behind in updating my budget and it was driving me crazy. And I was like, I really need to like update this right now or it's just going to be like, you know, kind of weighing on me kind of like over my head. You know what I mean? Like I just, I was like, I got to just like get this done and then I can do everything else that I need to do. So Anyway, let's get right into the budget. So this was for January of 2024, of course, and I really wanted to do another no spend month in January. So I did a no spend month in November and it worked fairly well. Um, actually, I it, it was it was pretty much perfect. I think that um, from what I can recall, I believe I really didn't spend any extra money until like the last like couple days of the month. I think there were some Black Friday sales or something that I ended up, you know, getting sucked into or something like that. Um, Again, this was a few months ago, so I don't really remember, but I do, I do remember that it went pretty well. Um, I'm usually pretty good at no spend months because I, I'm, I'm very, I would say when it comes to like material possessions and things like that, I'm pretty low maintenance. I'm pretty, um, laid back. I don't really care about like designer things. I don't care about having nice stuff. I care about stuff being functional and cute, but I mean, I shop at Amazon, Target, you know, Forever 21, like I and I know it's not good to support big box stores and I get that, but I'm just someone that doesn't need a lot of things, that doesn't need a lot of nice things and Um, I have to be frugal because of the amount of money that I make. And then also because I am a single parent with one income. So it's not really hard for me to not spend in those areas where I tend to spend more money is on, um, experiences. So I really love to travel. I really love to, um, get beauty treatments like facials. I like to get my hair done. I like to get my nails done. I like to, um, get spray tans. I like to, you know, spend more money when it comes to, I don't want to say my appearance because that sounds vain, but it's more about like the way I feel when I get that stuff done. And so um, that's what's hardest for me, especially in the winter when I'm really pale, like I've been breaking out a lot, um, you know, my gray hair is growing back in, like all these things where like, I just, I don't really feel that great about myself. And so it's really hard for me to resist spending money on those things that are going to make me feel better. And so when I kind of feel that temptation, I know that I need to dive into what I already have. I need to open up my cupboards in my bathroom and maybe do like a face mask that I already have at home. Maybe I need to take a bubble bath. Maybe I need to do self-tanner at home, paint my nails at home, you know, and obviously that stuff like takes time and effort and it's a lot easier to just like 
walk in somewhere, swipe your card and have someone else do it for you. But um, I'm just not in that phase of life where I can afford to do that. So I actually have not gotten my nails professionally painted and paid for it in a year. It was Valentine's Day of last year, of 2023, that I last paid to get my nails done. I have gotten my nails done a couple times since then for free because of a connection that I have with someone who owns um, a nail place. But I'm that's not going to be a continuing thing. It was just because they just opened and they were giving complimentary services and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah. So, all of that to say, like having a no spend month is pretty easy when it comes to material things and possessions, but not so easy when it comes to experiences. Um, I think something that helps though in the winter is that I really don't feel like doing much of anything. So um, I really like to hibernate. I like to stay at home. I like to be cozy and comfortable and just have like a quiet, peaceful little life. Um, I don't really like to go out in the winter. I don't really have much of a social life in the winter. And also most of my good friends have moved away over the last few months. And like, I don't really have a lot of friends um, in my city anyway. Like most of my friends live kind of far. So I don't, you know, I don't even see any friends every week. I would say I probably see friends like every other week or once a month at the most. So like I really don't spend that much on my social life anyway during this time of year. And um, as far as travel goes, I've really just had to decide, make the adult decision to not do any traveling for a while. Um, the only trip that I have planned is to go to Arizona for my commencement in May because I did just finish my MBA, but my mom is so sweet and helping me pay for that. So um, so I, I do have that trip coming up, but that's more of like a family thing, like, you know, going there for my graduation with my mom. Like, it's not really like, oh, let's go to this thing just for fun. Um, although it is going to be fun and I'm excited, but I don't have like, you know, like last year I went to New York. I went to um, Austin City Limits, a music festival. I, um, I went to Maine. I went to Palm Springs. I went um, to Florida. Like I, I did a lot of traveling last year and I would say that's like where the bulk of my spending goes. And so we're not visiting my parents in Florida this year, um, which really sucks. I would love to go, but I just don't have the extra, you know, thousand dollars or so that it's going to cost for the plane tickets for me and my son and, you know, food and drinks and, all the stuff we have to bring with us and everything else, um, paying for bag bags and luggage fees and parking and all of that adds up. Even though we would have a free place to stay, all of that does add up. And I just cannot do that right now. I really have to focus on being frugal. I have to focus on paying my debt off. I have to focus on saving. I have zero dollars in savings right now. So like, I just, I can't afford to just go off and travel. And I wish that I could. And someday, hopefully I can do that again, but that's just not something that I can do this year. Um, we're thinking, well, we, as if Trey has a say, but I'm thinking that my son and I may go down to Florida for Christmas this year. Um, but obviously that's not until the end of the year and I'm not even going to think about it because it's going to stress me out. So I'm not going to think about that money right now, um, maybe like midway through the year, I'll focus more on saving for that trip. But for now, 
I just need to focus on paying my bills on time because even that's a challenge. So um, I know that was like a really, really long intro and tangent, but I just wanted to give you some background on kind of what my life is like right now. And if you listen to the last episode, you'll know we have a lot going on um, between my apartment and looking for new apartments and the cats and um, and everything else. So it's just kind of an interesting time in my life. And I have to give myself a lot of grace and patience and kindness and love and self-compassion and just remind myself that like, it's okay if I'm not like super excited about the way I look or super excited about like, you know, the lack of experiences that I'm having. Like I'm really just embracing a quiet, simple, boring life. And quite honestly, going into this year, I wanted a boring year because last year was so chaotic. So I'm fine with that. I'm choosing to be fine with that. Um, And something that really helps me too is just staying off of social media. Stay off of social media. Um, I do still watch vlogs, but I try to take them with a grain of salt and I just try to see them as entertainment because comparisonitis is so real, especially like, you know, I'm a broke, struggling single mom with a special needs child. And then like I'm comparing myself to 22 year olds who are like living in New York and traveling every week and like getting blowouts every other day, like things that just I obviously cannot do. And even when I was that age, I couldn't do because I wasn't making enough money to do them. And then I'm also watching, you know, moms that have eight kids and are married and can be a stay-at-home mom on the farm and bake every day and just spend time with their kids. And again, that's something that I can't do. So for me, when I watch that stuff where it's like someone's lifestyle is completely different from mine, I, I'm able to do that because I can I can say, well, it doesn't even make sense for me to compare because they're not a single mom or they're not a mom or they're not my age or whatever. Like, you know, they're so different that it like doesn't even make sense. So, you know, um, I can, I can handle it with the vlogs, but when it comes to social media and seeing like people's day-to-day life and maybe seeing things that friends are doing or things that, you know, people are doing that maybe I'm not friends with them anymore, as close with them, um, you know, it can kind of feel like, and I've said this before, like, I mean, there's that quote that says, like, don't compare yourself to strangers on the internet. But for me, like, I compare myself to most of people that I know. And for me, like, I'd rather, like, not look at that stuff and then, like, talk to those people when I see them. Um, You know, when I'm, like, going through things that maybe they're not going through. And also, like, reminding myself that everyone is going through something right now, whether it's big or small. And even if they are thriving right now, they, I'm sure – had a year or a month or a time period in their life where they were not thriving and maybe they were struggling and they were just trying to survive. So like just reminding yourself that like everyone has different seasons at different times and like just because someone else isn't struggling right now doesn't mean that they never have struggled in their lives. And just because someone has money doesn't mean that they have health. It doesn't mean that they have love. Like there's other things that they may not have. Um, So that's just another little tangent that I hope help somebody, you know, like never compare yourself. Definitely don't compare yourself to me. I don't think anyone listening would ever want to switch places with me. Um, My life is very hard, but I choose to put a smile on my face and enjoy it. And like I've said a bunch of times, my word for the year is happiness. And so I'm choosing to be happy no matter what, no matter if my bank account is negative, no matter if, you know, 
I cried this morning. I'm going to choose to suck it up and I'm going to choose to move on. And um, so, yeah, those are just some of the things that have helped me. I hope they help you as well. So we're going to actually get into the numbers now. I know I've said that like three times already, but we're going to actually get into the numbers. So um, let's look at January. Like I said, January was supposed to be another no spend month. And I'm actually really, really proud of myself. I did very, very well. Um, and I'm going to go through, I have another tracker that I made myself. That's a month to month tracker that compares the months. And I'm going to talk about this more, but what I will say right off the bat is that this January 2024 was the lowest income month that I have had since I started budgeting. So compared to August, September, October, November, December, January was the lowest month um, when it comes to money coming in um, by a lot, by over $1,000 less. And um Obviously, that was tough, and I um, really had to sacrifice, and I really had to scrimp and scrape together, you know, what I needed, and I had to think outside of the box and do some different things. Like I said in my last episode, I'm donating plasma now because it's going to give me an extra $500 this month. So, like, you know, doing things that I'm afraid of, doing things that are not fun, you know, for money, and just doing whatever it takes to to keep, you know, my son and I afloat. And, um, you know, so January was definitely, um, definitely hard for that reason. Um, but going into it, I, and this is, you know, why I budget going into it, I knew that was probably going to happen and I had planned for that. And so I, you know, pushed some payments back. I, made like smaller payments on some things. I didn't do any beauty appointments at all. I usually get a Brazilian once a month, but I had gotten one at the end of December and then I booked my next one for February 1st. So I'm trying to like be really, really strategic about where my money is going and when. So it was a low income month, but it was also a low spend month. And so we were still able to get through it. We were still able to pay my rent on time, which is amazing. And I'm definitely patting myself on the back for that. So um, that being said, my income for January 2024 was $5,724.59. And that came from one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine streams of income. So for those of you that don't know, I do have a full-time job. I work eight to four, Monday through Friday at my full-time job. I am also a health coach on the side. I also sell skincare and makeup on the side. I do receive a tiny bit of child support once in a while from my son's dad. Um, I also received an early birthday gift. Um, I do surveys through Google that gives me a tiny bit of extra money, like tiny, tiny, tiny. Um, I've been selling stuff on Facebook Marketplace. And I also get a small amount, again, pretty tiny from uh, Meta for my Facebook engagement because I am a um, create. I have a creator account on Facebook. So those are the different streams of income that I have. And hopefully that gives you some ideas if you need to start a side hustle. I believe that everyone should after losing my job last year and being unemployed for four months, um, you know, that just like confirmed 
that everyone needs a side hustle and you never know what's going to happen. And thousands and thousands of people are getting laid off every day right now. So, um, you know, you see Google, Facebook, um, Wayfair, I know, is it Wayfair or Mayfair? I don't know. But, um, you know, all these major companies, especially like in IT, are letting all these people go. AI is definitely taking over. So, um, you know, either learn how to use AI and leverage that or find a different job. <laughs> Which I know is easier said than done because I have been looking for a different job um, for months. So, you know, it's definitely really tough because all these people are getting laid off and then all these people are applying for these jobs. So you're competing against hundreds or even thousands of other applicants. And so it is really tough. That being said, like I said, start a side hustle <clears throat> because then you have um, more control over that. Okay. So um, that is the income. Next, we're going to go over to expenses. So expenses for me are daily life living things. So in this category, I have food, I have social life, car gas, household. Household is like toilet paper, paper towel, Kleenex, but it can also include like home decor, candles, things like that. Apparel, beauty, that includes beauty treatments, like appointments, but it also includes anything that I need to replenish from the store, you know, if I need to pick up a box of hair dye or whatever it may be. Um, medical, education, gift, pet, self-development, travel, tray, that's my son, business supplies for my side hustles, random because sometimes something doesn't go into any of these many categories. Fees. So this is like transfer fees, bank account fees, stuff like that. Work meetings. I do have coffees and lunches and stuff for my day job, but those do get reimbursed by my boss. Um, car maintenance. This is like oil changes, car washes, stuff like that. And reconciliation. So I added the reconciliation category because sometimes things do fall through the cracks. I don't know how because I feel like I'm really, really on top of this. Like I said, um, oh, let me see how much time I have because I know this cuts me off every half hour when I'm recording. Okay, we might have to start a new, a new chunk here. But anyways, so um, <laughs> um. And now I'm, I totally lost my train of thought, but, oh, so I, I, um, started that reconciliation category because like I said, I am really, really on top of it, but sometimes things do fall through the cracks. And, um, like I said before, I, I was like about a week behind this time around, which is not normal for me. Normally, um, I'm updating this every day. So obviously like time and life got away from me. And so it did take a little, a little longer for me to update it. And sometimes things fall through the cracks. And so I need to like add on like some extra random dollars to make it even because I always want my bank account to match my budget so that everything is completely, completely the same and, you know, all evened out and that way there's no confusion for me. So, so I spent a total of $1,464.45 on all of that. And I believe that I mentioned mentioned this in my last budgeting episode. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat is so dry as always. But um, 
I have been trying really, really hard to get my expenses down to $1,000 a month and my bills down to $2,000 a month. That is really, really hard because everything is so expensive these days. I'm paying for stuff for myself and my child and the two pets. And um, as far as bills go, my rent is almost $1,800 a month. So that only leaves another $200 for the rest of my bills. So that has definitely been difficult, but I'm so proud of myself for getting it down to to where it is. So for my expenses, again, that was $1,464.45. And then um, I always like to kind of see where I didn't spend money just to just for funsies, I guess. So like my social life, I spent $0. Medical spent $0. Fortunately, I did not have to have any medical appointments. I would love to go back to the chiropractor, but again, too expensive. Um, Gift, I spent $0. We do have a birthday party later today, but I just bought his gift yesterday because I'm, you know, mom of the year. Travel, I spent $0. Random, $0. Okay. And then I'm also going to talk about the top categories as well in a minute. So moving over to bills, like I said, I am trying really, really hard to get this down to only $2,000. And I am so, so proud to say that I got it down in January to $2,115.36. That is like so, so hard to do. And so I'm going to tell you now where that money went. Um, well, actually, I'm going to go through go through the categories. And um, Basically, what what I consider bills is anything that I pay regularly every single month. So this includes rent and utilities, but it also includes any subscriptions um, for me and my son, um, you know, my phone bill, all of those things. So anything that's recurring, like gym memberships, um, anything like that. Okay, so... Um, so some of the things that I spent money on were, and I'm just going to go down. This is not in any particular order right now, but um, my internet bill, um, like I said, my phone bill, um, Project Broadcast, that's a subscription for one of my businesses, um, gas, that's uh, my house gas or my apartment gas, not car gas, obviously, and then my rent and then YouTube premium, which I did end up canceling and I absolutely hate it. I It's driving me nuts, all the ads. So I don't know. I'm going to see how long that lasts. Amazon Prime, which I've thought about canceling as well. So we'll see. Um, gym. I do not have any active gym memberships right now, but I am paying like kind of a holding fee every month because I have one of my, one of my memberships is frozen. Um, so the good thing about that is that once I unfreeze it next summer, when my son goes to stay with his dad, then they are going to apply the monthly holding fee um, as a credit to my actual like monthly membership when that kicks in again. Um, SAC, that's my son's before and after school care. Google One, that's storage. And I've tried to ca- cancel that so many times, but then it just like yells at me that I'm not going to get email unless I pay it. So I just like have to pay for that. Um, Spotify premium. I've also thought about canceling that. Maybe I did cancel it. I feel like I canceled it and it just hasn't kicked in yet. Um, Patreon. I do subscribe to my sibling voids, Patreon. Um, Paramount plus that was like, I signed up for a free trial and I accidentally 
forgot to cancel it. That's why like I hate free trials because I'm always going to forget. Um, renter's insurance, that is something I absolutely have to have. And then friendly, that, that was another stupid channel thing that I ended up not even using and I got the free trial and then paid for it a week later. So whatever. Um, I have since canceled those, by the way. So, I mean, really for next month, the only things we're going to see happen again are um, internet, electricity, my phone bill, my gas bill, rent, Amazon Prime, unless I cancel it, and the gym holding fee, and then my son's um, school, uh, before and after school care, Google One storage, and Patreon, and renter's insurance. So a few of those things are not are not going to show up next month. So I'm pretty confident that I can get this even lower and keep moving towards that two thousand. Um, okay, moving on to debt. So as you know, I was unemployed for four months last year. I spent all my savings, spent all my four hundred one k, and I also maxed out my credit cards and. I have a lot of debt right now. So um, I have been spending a lot on debt and um, that's just kind of, it is what it is. So I can't really change any of these things, but um, I did spend $2,321.65 on debt in January. And um, I don't even know if this is possible, but I think it would be really great if I could call and try to get like some of these payments lowered or like go on a payment plan or something like that. I just I don't know how that would how that would happen, but I guess it doesn't hurt to try. So I might try and call them and just go down the list and see if there's anything else that can be done. Um, and then as far as savings goes, I unfortunately could not afford to save anything at all in January. So I am hoping that will change in February since I do have I'm going to have some extra income coming in. Okay. Um, so where my money went, so I'm going to go through the top categories. I'm going to skip like the loan and debt payments because those just are not fun and I don't really want to think about how much I spent on that. So um, first category, of course, was rent. Um, that is always going to be the same. And Next, we have food. Um, I spent $400 on food, which I think is pretty normal, $100 a week for an adult and a child. I'm still trying to lower it, though, and just really dig into my cupboards, dig into what I have, and see like what we can do. Um, so... Yeah, so $400, although I'm hoping to like cut that in half next month. Next, we have car gas. I spent $160.53, which for me is great because I usually spend like two or $300 because I drive a lot for work. Next is business supplies. I spent $145.42. That is supplies for my side hustles. Next is my phone bill, $100. That's pretty standard. Next is car maintenance, $93.82. I had like the most expensive oil change of my life. And then I also got a car wash. So hopefully I won't have anything in that category this month. Next is Trey, my son, 92.98. So that's just like random stuff for him. Clothes, toys, McDonald's runs, um, activities, stuff like that. We're pretty good at like 
doing free things like free or cheap activities and I'm really lucky that he's a gamer and he just wants to play on his iPad most of the time. So like we don't really do anything frivolous when it comes to like my child. I mean, I just, I don't like, we're really laid back. I'm a laid back mom. I, I'm not, you know, unless it's his birthday or something, I'm not going to spend a ton of money on him just for no reason, you know? Um, and then next is the internet bill, 5871. Next is work meetings, 5867. Again, that gets reimbursed in my paychecks. Um, next is household, 5851. And then my gas bill, 5795. Okay, so that is where the money went. And in the end, I only had $834.98 left at the end of the month. Obviously, that is not good at all because that's like, half what my rent is. So um, we are going to go and look at the uh, month to month tracker now. So I'm going to close out of my January spreadsheet, go to the month to month tracker. And I wish you guys could see this tracker. Maybe I'll put a link to it, like a shareable link to it in my show notes if I can figure that out, but I, but I would want it to be blank because I want you guys to use it. Um, so I, I love that I put this together. Like I'm really proud of it and really excited. So to try to give you a visual, what I have in column A is I have all of the months and then column B is income. Column C is expenses. Column D is bills column E is debt payments, column F is savings, column G is rollover at end of month, and column H is top four spending categories for that month. And so I can compare all of the last, you know, so many months and kind of see where I'm at and how things have changed. Also for this year, 2024, I am also looking at the quarters. So I'm going to have quarter one total after January, February, March, quarter two totals, after April, May, June, et cetera, et cetera. Um, at the end of the year, I'm going to be looking at my 2024 totals and then also comparing them to my 2024 goals. So my income goal for 2024 was to double my income. And so my goal is to bring in $85,500 in the year. So that means that I have to bring in at least $7,125 per month in 2024. Obviously, I did not get there this month. From my projections, it looks like I'm probably not going to get there in February either. So I have to figure out how I'm going to make an extra, you know, thousand plus um, every month for the rest of the year. Or maybe I'll have some months where I have more commission at work or I have like my side hustles are doing better or whatever. Like a lot of what I do fluctuates. I do have base pay, a base salary at my um, full-time job of 40000 but then I also get commission on top of it, which so far has been pretty low because it is a startup and we're just kind of getting started. Um, and then all of my side hustles are commission-based as well. Um, if you listen to the last episode, then you'll know that I did find a part-time job that's going to bring in a regular $1,000 a month. But even even with that added in, um, so like when I was looking at February and, and kind of figuring that out, um, just to kind of give you a, a sneak preview, I'm projecting that I'll make $6,000 in February. And that is even including 
the extra 1500 that I'm going to be bringing in from my new side gig and from my um, and from the plasma. So I still need to find another. What is that? 11. 1125. So $1,125 on top of all that. So I'm not really sure how I'm going to do that, but um, like, I, I don't know if I'm going to get a tax return or not. I probably won't. Um, I owed last year and I was never even able to pay that off. So I'm sure they're going to like take that out of my return if I even have one. Um, I may be getting compensation for the issue with my closet, with my apartment, um, it's been leaking for six weeks. Well, it's been it's been messed up for six weeks. They finally fixed the leak like a week or two ago, but they still haven't fixed the inside of the closet. And I have a really big walk-in closet. I don't even have that many clothes. My clothes only take up like a third, maybe half of the closet, but I had a lot of other stuff in there. I had a ton of products for my side hustle or one of my side hustles. Um, I had like a lamp in there. I had, you know, my luggage in there. Like I, obviously it's a closet. You're going to store stuff. So like I had to pull everything out. And if you guys could see my room right now, it is, it looks like I'm moving actually. And then I also started putting away the Christmas stuff today finally. And I was like, I I might just like keep all this stuff <laughs> in their boxes. I, I like, I might not even put everything back in the closet to be honest with you, because like I'm planning on moving in July anyway. And I know that's still like five months away, but I mean, it's going to go by fast and I don't want to keep like unpacking and packing and unpacking and packing. It's just like annoying. It's a waste of time and it's not really something that I want to spend my energy on. So anyways, so back to the month to month tracker. Um, so like I said earlier in the episode, my income for January was the lowest that it has been since I started tracking. So um in August of 2023, that was my first month of keeping a budget. I made almost $10,000. So it was like 96.24. And then September was around 7,000. Um, October, November around 7,000. And then December was around 8,000. So I definitely, um, you know, like I said, in January, it was about, about 1,200 less than my lowest month so far. So yeah, obviously that was scary and stressful, but I'm doing everything I can. I feel like all I do is work. So it's not like I'm not working hard. Right. So, um, you know, it kind of is what it is. And then my expenses, the good thing about this, this is a, this is a good thing. <laughs> this next one is, um, an achievement. So, you know, obviously the income wasn't an achievement, but for expenses, um, my expenses were literally half in January compared to December. So in December, I spent over $3,000. And then in January, it was a little less than $1,500. So I cut my expenses in half, which is amazing. Um, my bills were around the same as December, um, a little bit more, like $100 more, but still pretty close to $2,000. My debt payments were about $700 less. And then my savings was zero, which I can usually only save like fifty to a hundred dollars anyway on a normal month. So, you know, I'm not gonna beat myself up about that. And then my rollover was about three hundred dollars less than December. Um, I usually have at least a thousand dollars left at the end of the month, if not more. Um, my goal is to get that up to more like two thousand. Um, because that'll just be just give me more peace of mind and I won't be like, you know, 
my paycheck comes in and then immediately it goes out to rent because that's like what's been happening on the first of every month basically. I don't always get paid on the first, but like whatever like my recent paycheck is when it's close to my rent date, usually the whole thing goes to rent and I want to be able to have a cushion and kind of have something to sustain me obviously between paychecks because no one wants to live paycheck to paycheck. It's extremely stressful and I feel like it takes up a lot of my brain space and a lot of my energy. Um, And then we already went through the top spending categories, but um, that is something that I kind of compare as well. So in January, it was rent, food, car, gas, and business supplies. In December, it was rent, beauty, food, and travel. Um, Before that, it was rent, food, beauty, car, gas. Before that, it was rent, travel, food, household. So usually rent and food are going to be up there. Like I think it's pretty normal for rent, food, and car, gas to be up there. And then the fourth one is kind of like a an oddball. Like I never really know what that one's going to be. So pretty standard stuff there. Um, But I'm really excited about this year and I'm excited about my spreadsheets and I'm excited to be able to look back on this year and see the miracles that happened and how God moved and how God like made up for what I was lacking and um, just kind of filled in the gaps. And so I'm excited to see that. And, um, even though, like I said, I'm projecting 6,000 to come in, in February, I am just going to be hoping and praying and manifesting that extra $1,125. And again, I don't know where it's going to come from. Maybe I will get a tax return. Maybe I will get compensation from my management company. I don't know, but I know that it's going to happen some way, somehow, and I can't wait to see that happen. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for laughing with me. That is the end of the episode. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, make sure that you DM me on Instagram at ownyourbold or at thank you for laughing. You can also leave a comment in the Q&A section that Spotify has under every episode. I don't think Apple Podcasts has it, but it's super fun. I love seeing your feedback in there once in a while. I would love to see more of that. So if you do have anything that you want to ask or anything you want to see, or I guess I should say here on the podcast. Um, I would love that. Oh, but speaking of watching and seeing, I do have a YouTube channel. Okay. I do have a YouTube channel. I only have like 60 followers or I think maybe 66 now, but um, I am trying to actually film more of my episodes and get them on there for you. Video is not my forte. It takes me forever to edit and it's not something that I can do like all the time, but it is something that I want to do more of as time goes on. So I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening and thank you for laughing with me. See you next time or I guess um, talk to you next time. Either one, maybe both. Okay, bye.